0: Next on BYU Sports Nation, Pro Day draft picks and how BYU compares to the Power 5 and sending guys to the NFL.
1: Former Cougar Brian Logan joins us live from Pro Day. How much do draft picks matter to the prestige of BYU's football program? Plus, the match of the
0: year thus far for BYU men's volleyball. Assistant coach Rob Nielsen joins us with the keys to winning. Let's go!
2: This is BYU Sports Nation.
3: Brought to you by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU TV
0: and BYU Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. This is how we do it. BYU Sports Nation live in Radio Vision on a Friday. Presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. March 27th, wherever and however you may be dialed in, great to have you with us. My name is Spencer Linton, teamed up with BYU TV's NFL Draft Day insider, Jerem Jordan.
1: We crunched some serious numbers this morning to figure out some numbers to back up our conversation uh, in what's trending today. I'm very excited to present that information related to where BYU fits with players in the NFL and draft picks. It is Pro
0: Day for the real guys today. My it's 4940, day on this show. my 4940, will have to wait another week. Wait, what? We're going to do it next Friday. Okay.
1: I'm excited to see this. You've been training hard. <laughs> like for the I've first time, you've broken a my sweat street.
0: at work. I've been doing sprints up and down my street. That is not a joke. <laughs> hey, you got to train somewhere, right? I can just imagine. <laughs> what is? Like, the, who is this guy running sprints up and down our street? Go to the uh, high school hey, track or something. Hey, don't worry about it. Now, look, if I can run a 4940 on the pavement of my undulated neighborhood street, then... That's the first undulated drop in a while. Well, probably, yeah. since we talked about golf. Yeah. <laughs> next Friday real guys today in the IPF in the indoor practice facility where am I going to do it by the way I can do it on the field on the practice field outdoor indoor Uh,
1: IPF live on BoE TV hour long special hey listen you run faster
0: on turf do I get that advantage
1: whatever you want man no one's going to care where you run your 4940 just that you run the 4940 you
0: believe in me I heard you say it earlier this week Our our (laughs) Conversational Live 24-7 on Twitter. Use the hashtag BYUSN and be a part of BYU Sports Nation. Members always welcome.
1: What's the importance of having BYU players drafted in the National Football League? Use the hashtag BYUSN at COT underscore BYU football. The exposure of BYU football and drawing more talented players to the program. I think we all agree that it matters. It's to what degree uh, does it matter to you and where does it fit in the priority list? For Bronco Mendenhall, if football is fifth, where does getting them into the NFL sit? It's not the coach's primary job to get people in the league. The primary job is to win games. Correct. And keep them out of trouble, right? Hopefully do positive things. So, where does it fit for you? Use the hashtag BYUSN.
0: Where does BYU fit in that discussion now in 2015 as they approach the latest NFL draft? And what was it in the heyday? We took a five-year period in the 80s just to see what the numbers were and figured that all out. That all part of our discussion today. Here are your BYU Sports Nation headlines on this Friday. Pro Day, of course, followed by spring football. Friday Night Lights at Lavelle Edwards Stadium, 6 Mountain Time. We'll have a full report and reaction on Monday's BYU Sports Nation.
1: As well as if you watch the volleyball match tonight between sets 2 and 3, you will do a live hit from Lavelle Edwards Stadium. And then after the match, we'll have a reaction and some video from the game. So tune in to the volleyball match if you weren't already tonight. And you can see Spencer live at Lavelle Edwards City.
0: Yeah, we've got you covered. Justin Anderson, remember the name. The new director of player personnel and on-campus recruiting, he takes over for Jeff Martson. So that position has been filled within BYU football. Tyler Haas and Kyle Collinsworth of BYU basketball, named to the NABC All-District 9 team today. Haas, a first-teamer with Gonzaga's Kyle Wiltshire and Kevin Pangos. Waldo of St. Mary's also on that first team. Kyle Collinsworth, a second-teamer. So the Second-teamer? Come on. Six triple-doubles. What?! Only good enough to get your second team on all District 9. I'm going to shatter some glass in here. Really? Volleyball game day, as Jaron mentioned. BYU and UC Irvine tonight, 9 Eastern, 7 Mountain on BYU TV. The Cougs trying to extend their home match win streak to 37. And BYU baseball also at San Diego for game 2 of 3 after a 7-1 loss last night. It's just another weekend in BYU sports. On that note, rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. The NFL, Pro Day, and how BYU fits in to the Power Five and compares to the P5s in such matters. Today, BYU will put 15 players on the field for various NFL scouts, coaches, to try and improve their stock in the approaching NFL draft. 22 teams represented as of 40 minutes ago in the NFL. Our BYUS and insider Brian Logan on location at Pro Day will talk live with him shortly to find out who's impressed the most. And let's get you an idea of the participating players for BYU offensively. Jerem, who does BYU have in the mix?
1: Paul Sique, Jordan Leslie, Devin Mahina, DeAndre Wesley, Rasapo, Edward Fusi, and Solomon Kafu.
0: Okay. Deep snapper Kevin O'Mary is also there. He, how Scott long, Arlano as well. How, how, long, how long was uh, the deep snapper here? I feel like Kevin O'Mary played like 10 years. It uh, was
1: eight. <laughs> yeah. Defensively, who's in the mix? Alani Fua, Rob Daniel, Craig Bills, Marcus Johnson, Harvey Harvey Jackson, Sky Pove, and then Brian Keel is going to work out as well as uh, Wona Kavenga.
0: Okay, so a couple of guys that have already had their turn. Brian's been in the league before for four years.
1: This is an interesting thing because you're seeing a veteran combine in the NFL. You're seeing two former BYU players working out at Pro Day. I think this is a new thing. It's just get me in front of scouts and get me an opportunity, whether I'm right out of BYU or not. Wonka Venga, by the way, just put up 32 on the bench press. Woo! That's a really high number.
0: If you're 25-plus, if you're, 20, you're good.
1: Really good. 32, excellent. So
0: 32.
1: Brian Keel at 28.
0: Marcus Johnson, 29. Okay, yeah, not bad. So those are the players involved in today's Pro Day. We spent a good chunk of the morning researching a bevy of numbers in regard to BYU, the draft, current players in the NFL, where the Cougars compare to the other Power 5 teams, and to the Mountain West Conference. First question is, how much do those figures matter for a program's prestige? Off the top, you think, well, you want to have draft picks because those guys... If their name is called on draft day, it's like, oh, yeah, they came from that school.
1: It's another element to your program. It's another angle. I, it matters to me. It, it's not the thing that matters the most. I want BYU to win games and do it the right way. Uh, but one of the things after that, I don't know where, is that you put guys in the league. Hopefully, mostly through the NFL draft because that means you had really good players. Having draft picks means you're going to have better teams and more wins. So there is some kind of correlation to, to that. Granted... A team like Connecticut, even Utah State, ends up putting out more draft picks and players in the NFL than BYU, which you kind of step back and go, wait, what? A program like BYU? There is an individual element to the NFL draft. How good are you athletically? The better athletes you have, the better your team's going to be in theory. BYU hopes to have some combination of the hardworking guy that isn't the most talented athletic mixed with some talent. Uh, to generate uh, awesome teams. Because BYU is not Alabama, LSU, USC. They're not going to bring in the four or five stars consistently. But BYU has proven that they can compete at a high level without having those guys. Yeah,
0: how about that? So how much does success on the field in college football correlate with sending guys to the NFL? We'll discuss that in just a little bit. First of all, let's talk about BYU and their current players in the NFL. What kind of a pace they have of sending guys to the next level. In the last five years... BYU has had three guys drafted, all in the first four rounds. Kyle Van Noy, second-round pick in 2013. Ziggy Ansah, first-round pick, fifth overall to the Lions in 2012. Dennis Pitta, fourth-round pick to the Baltimore Ravens in 2010. Okay, all those guys are good, distinguished draft picks. Notables. Van Nooy,
1: sorry, Van Noy was 14, Ansah 13. The okay. draft after that season. Oh, sorry, they yeah, go 13 yeah, and yeah. 14.
0: Other guys in the NFL, unrestricted free agents that made rosters right now. Daniel Sorensen. John Denny, Hebron Fangupo, Spencer Hadley, and Dallas Reynolds. So those there are the are eight. Eight BYU players on active NFL roster. Some might be saying, well, What about Wani Unga? Didn't he sign up the Giants? He's right now, Wani still has to make that roster, whether he's going to be on the practice squad or whatever. He is not currently, according to ESPN, on an active NFL
1: roster. And those two dudes in the IPF right now, Brian Keel, Kavanga, trying to make the to league get back as on. Well.
0: So it's eight so and eight. three draft picks. Yeah. Where does that compare? To the rest of the P5 schools and the Mountain West. That is what we spent a good chunk of the morning doing, is looking at BYU status.
1: So we, we decided, okay, BYU considers itself Power 5 equivalent, right? They
0: are in a number of factors.
1: So where do they fit in amongst the P5s? We also threw in the Mountain West, just as a reference, because that's where BYU was for a long time. So BYU, with all of those teams, there's 78 total teams.
0: Including the Mountain West and P5s. And Notre including
1: Dame. Notre Dame and BYU, so 78 teams. BYU is tied for 67th in total players in the league with 8, so bottom, bottom 15%. 15th. And then they are tied for 68th in draft picks the last 5 years. There are only 3 teams that have less players in the league that are Power 5 teams right now. Kansas, Northwestern, Minnesota. Then there are only 2 teams that have had equal to or less draft picks the last 5 years of Power 5 teams, Washington State and Duke. So in terms of BYU against the Power 5, BYU not doing well in that regard against Power 5s. Even e- There's even some Mountain West teams that are better than BYU. B- if you put BYU into the Mountain West and we compared total number of players in the league, BYU would be 7th. Yeah, I was shocked to find out who was at the top of the list in the Mountain West Conference. Fresno State with 18. Boys State, Nevada, San Diego State, Utah State, San Jose State. Okay, draft pick since 2010 if BYU was in the Mountain West. Tied for 6th with three. So the Cougars, can, that's the next step for BYU, is to get guys in here, and I th- I think they're doing this in recruiting, that that can get into the league via the draft. Free agency's great. I think that's a bonus. That's icing. The cake, the The real thing you want is draft picks. Now, BYU has had a fifth pick and a second rounder recently. I think that that's good. If you're going to have a draft pick... Might as well have be high. Make it really high. And that's what BYU's done recently. Uh, and hope that those guys are good. Hope that... And Austin Collie doesn't have concussions because he was an excellent receiver. But that's the next step for the program, like we've talked about with BYU basketball. Hey, it's time to win the league, get a better seed. For BYU, one of those things off the field yeah. is to bring in NFL talent.
0: Okay, so they've gone to 10 consecutive bowl games under Bronco Mendenhall. And there's something to be said about that. Okay, they, they only have so many guys in the NFL, but they're winning consistently. They're going to bowl games they won eight games the last three years. Okay, so that says something about Bronco and his staff. That without get, those draft picks, you're winning. You're still winning. And getting the most out of your guys. But the next step is to get those guys and then win more. You better believe that's an emphasis on Bronco mendehall's personal goal sheet or whatever. is to get next level guys to BYU and then help them get to the next level.
1: And we'll talk to him uh, in the near future and ask him where this fits. Is it... Is it something he thinks about? Is it a recruiting pitch for BYU? Because I would think that that's possibly used against BYU in recruiting and trying to get to the NFL. You However, get, I
0: guarantee Utah and Utah State are, are, I would use are doing it. that. Yeah,
1: I would use it. But, but if I'm Bronco, I would say, listen, if you're not a draft pick, we can still get you into the league. I've got five guys that are in the league that didn't get drafted.
0: Yeah, so th- there, is, there is that there's, argument as well. There's
1: positives and negatives okay. to this,
0: for sure. Exposure, access. like BYU, again, they they are like a P5 in many regards. They want to be like a P5 in getting guys to the NFL. Well, what is that number? And that brings us to our stat of the day.
1: It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. 2.8 Power 5 schools average 2.8 draft picks per school the last five years. That's per year. BYU averages 0.6 per year. So basically... The average P5 gets three draft picks a year, while BYU gets one every other year. So that's the standard. You want to get three a year to be the average P5. Because if you're Miami and you have 44 players in the league, that's the most of all the Power 5 schools. Or you're Alabama, you've had 37 draft picks the last five years. (laughs) 37.
0: Has, What's the average SEC? Like, how many guys got, do they have in I've the I've got league?
1: all this. We we spent time this morning doing this. The average SEC, what, to, uh, team. draft team. Just,
0: just guys in the NFL. Guys in
1: the NFL per SEC team right now, 27. Okay, and draft picks. Of the last five years, the average SEC team, over the last five years, had 18 draft picks. <laughs> Okay, anybody want to
0: argue that they're not the best conference in college football?
1: No. Just stop it. How about the Mountain stop West? Stop it. You want to know the Mountain West number? Yeah, so let's hear the Mountain West okay, numbers. Okay, BYU's number is eight in the league right now. Okay. The average Mountain West team, nine. 8.9, right? 8.9. Yeah. Draft picks, BYU's number is three. The Mountain West, 4.8, so five. So they're just, The average uh, okay. Mountain West team is having more success than Brigham.
0: So the next level is for BYU... To get up to that P5 status is to have three guys I'll drafted take
1: each year. I'll take two draft hey, picks a year. Well, let's look at the heyday. I really heyday. will. Let's
0: look at the heyday. 84 to 88. Okay, so coming off the national championship, the year leading up to it, and then the years following that, BYU had 12 draft picks, In the top seven rounds, there were more rounds back in the 80s. So we cut it off. So we've cut it off where it is now. Mm -hmm. Okay, so in seven rounds, BYU had 12 draft picks from 1984 to 1988. That's a little more than two per year.
1: And that's with some dudes going to the USFL. Yes, that does not include Steve Young. I believe Trevor Maddich was in that category as well as a guy that went that route. If you
0: want to count those USFL guys, that little five year span would put BYU on par with the average P5 team now. That's You want to get back to that status. Robert Anai was
1: a third-round pick to the New Jersey Generals. Uh, Trevor Maddich was a first-round pick to the Patriots, so that's, he was NFL. But Anai was a, uh, a USFL Steve guy.
0: Young, number one overall to the LA Express. There's
1: a correlation between having draftable players and good teams. Ziggy, 8-5, and five, that senior. Van Noy, 8-5. You need more of those guys. We
0: just don't know how much. But, yeah, they want more of those guys. Equal to or more than Utah State, you know? Time to impress some scouts starting on September 5th, BYU.
3: Countdown to the Cornhuskers.
1: 162. Nebraska's going to have a couple picks. Gregory, Abdullah. They've got some ballers.
0: What is the importance of having BYU players drafted in the NFL? At Allen Miner, at Kid Queslar says, easy recruiting. If you play here, you can make it to the next level. Got a point. It's game day for BYU Volleyball. We'll talk to Rob Nielsen in 25 minutes, but we're going live to Pro Day and Brian Logan next. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. You can follow us on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. Join us using the hashtag BYUSN.
1: Tonight and tomorrow night, BYU Men's Volleyball is back on BYU TV and BYU Radio. The Cougars take on the Irvine Anteaters. Top six matchup in NCAA Men's Volleyball. Check it out. 9 Eastern Time tonight. Tomorrow, special time, 10 Eastern Time on BYU TV. 15 different BYU players that just
0: finished up and two former BYU players currently participating in Pro Day right now. They're running the 40. A total of 17. They are running the 40. There was some speculation that I might be over there running my 40 as well. At S. Kurtz91 tweeting and saying, good luck today, Spencer Linton, on your 40 time. I predict a 5.3. That's actually (laughs) going to happen next week at the final spring practice. We are going to do it. And we're going to put it on film. It's at AMA day. We're going to vine it. We're going to meerkat it. We're going to YouTube it. I will.
1: I will meerkat it. Like, I really it's, will. We're. It's. it's going to be. Will. I will. I will happen
0: next week. It. My pursuit of a four nine will happen next week. Scott One Arlano, man. by the way, just ran a four five something. The punter. All, all unofficial,
1: of course. Yeah. Well, can someone just do it officially so we know it? <laughs> Uh, We're talking about BYU and getting
0: guys to the next level. What is the importance of having BYU players drafted in the NFL? At Skyhawk94 tweeting in, member of BYU Sports Nation, says, Recruiting! What high school football player doesn't dream of going to the NFL someday? That's the next level for BYU. They were there. They were on par with the P5s for a number of years. Now they want to get back to that level. All right. Joining BYU Sports Nation right now, our NFL Pro Day insider, Brian Logan, live at the indoor practice facility. Brian, set the scene for us. What's happening right now in front of your eyes?
3: Uh, guys are are uh, running their 40s right now. This is uh, probably the most important drill of the day. Uh, you know, it's all about speed at the next level. So um, actually watching through the glass right now because it's so very quiet. Um, guys are just focused. Um, we, we, we can guys take it down, are warming Mike. up. <laughs> no, right. i had to i had to get out you know my my, my big mouth and my my loud voice uh <laughs> but you know you got guys warming up and and stretching each other they're they're the trainers that they train with uh these last few months are walking in through some drills while others are are actually running through it and, and you got all the coaches uh there's about twenty eight scouts um here uh that are lined about the twenty yard line getting getting times and obviously at the forty getting times as well so um, it's exciting. It's been it's been exciting so far. Some some guys have been doing uh, uh, putting up some some decent numbers, and uh, man, like I said in some tweets before, guys just look chiseled. I mean, uh, I wish I had the same technology that these guys have. Uh, you know, when I was doing my pro day, everybody has six pack. Everybody is, is cut up. Everybody uh, looks like they gained about uh, ten pounds um, or dropped about ten twenty pounds, depending on their alignment or not. So. Um looks good. It guys look good.
1: Who's impressed you the most so far?
3: Um I'd probably have to say Sky Povey uh has has impressed me so far the most. Um you know when when you look at the numbers uh for his vert uh, 37 inches, which wow. is the highest. Jordan Jordan Leslie had a 36. Uh so that's something you would expect from from Jordan. Uh, you know I'd like to see it a little bit higher just given the situation. Uh but but sky jumping to thirty thirty seven 37 is is good um he he jumped a 103 on his broad uh which is which is a decent for him pretty good for him as well um uh and and then i think he hit about 18 or yeah, 18 on, on his bench so those are those are decent numbers for for sky somebody that you know we we would think that's not as explosive as a, as, as athletic um so he's he's making a name for himself um you know obviously going to be tough to to you know, get an invite or get a shot for the NFL. But when it comes to some of these other leagues, man, the CFL, you know, arena football, um, you know, getting some some uh, some love from, from those types of leagues, uh, putting yourself in a good situation.
0: BYU TV football analyst Brian Logan live at Pro Day at the indoor practice facility here in Provo, Utah, taking in the 17 different players, whether just finished or uh, guys like Juan Kavanga and Brian Keel that played a-, a while back that are trying to get back into the NFL. 28 of the 32 teams have scouts there representing their uh, specific franchises. Brian, when you look at the BYU players in front of your eyes, which of the 17 that are competing today and, and trying out today, essentially, have the best chance of being drafted?
3: You know, i, I got to say, Alani, um, at this time, uh, he didn't really perform too well uh, in the combine, but this is another opportunity for him to, to improve and, and for him to show scouts that, you know, he can play. He is explosive. He is fast, and he's been doing that so far. Um, uh, Increased on his broad. He had a 9-9, and now, now he jumped today at nine eleven. 11 On his bench, he uh, did 18 at the combine. Now he did 20 uh, today. So uh, it's really going to come down to his 40. You know, he ran a, a high 4-7. He can get that down to a, a I think, a four-six. Uh, he'll be in a, a pretty good situation, I think, to, to get drafted. Uh, when you look at his, his drills and his three cone and and some of the individual drills that he did at the combine and watching that film, he looked really fluid. Um, you know, very quick feet. Uh, so, so. That's a guy that's that's going to be versatile in the NFL. He can play, um, you know, nickel as, as we saw the last few years in his career. He actually got interceptions at that position. So there's a lot of things that the NFL scouts can do. Uh, you know, what the line he gained about 10-15 uh, pounds, which is a good sign. Uh, so uh, I, I, you know, I was talking to his dad, George, and he when he first started, um, you know, a few uh, a few years back, and he started at, at eight. You know reps on the on the bench press. So uh, the, the kid's potential and just his body frame. Um, you know he's able to put on more weight. I, th- I think he probably has the best opportunity to get drafted.
1: Who's your dark horse for a BYU player who might make a roster via free agency?
3: Uh, you know I, I think Paul will make it, um, but it's not really a dark horse. I, I think I think as fans and analysts we know that he's going to have an opportunity. Uh, I think it's going to be Devin Mahina. Um I, I think I think he is the one. Uh he came in, dropped twenty pounds, he looked good. Um, you know, put about twenty three, twenty five on the on the bench. Um he you know, he he got into invited to a couple of the senior bowls, um, which is which was kinda surprising. But, you know, you gotta you gotta understand, uh, you know, for the fans out there, uh, it's all about potential at the next level, you know, height, weight, speed. Uh, it has nothing to do with uh, your stats or anything like that. So, you know, you look at a guy like Devin Mahina, who is tall, who's big, um, and, and, is able to, to show some type of athletic ability, uh, you know, that's, that's a perfect match for the NFL. And then when you compare him to somebody like Jordan Leslie, who, uh, isn't the biggest, isn't the fastest, isn't the strongest, but is very productive, you know, has, has records, um, you know, uh, has a lot of stats, has a lot of numbers, but, you know how much does the NFL really care about that? Not so much. I'd rather get a guy like Devin Mahina that doesn't have those stats, but has things I can't teach, which is the height, the weight, and the speed. And then I can teach him how to catch a ball or, or run a route.
0: Brian Logan with us on BYU Sports Nation, former BYU cornerback from 2009 to 2010, also participated in a pro day of his own. Brian, as you view the different players and the drills. How would you rank the importance of each of the drills that the players will take part in today?
3: Yeah, you really got to break it down just by the position. I mean, if, you are a, if you're a skilled position, uh, mostly receivers and, and DBs, uh, you, it, it's going to be the 40. You know, that's going to be your bread and butter right there. Uh, and then uh, probably after that, you're, you're going to look to the vert, uh, your vertical and then you're going to look to the three cone, uh, drill to see how, you know, how quick you are, your feet, your hips, uh, being able to move in and out of, of, transition. Uh, and then, um, you know, your, your, your bench is, is probably going to be last. Uh, when it comes to a, uh, a lineman and, uh, uh, you know, linebackers, uh, you know, you're probably going to look to, well, linemen, you're probably going to look to, uh, your bench, right? That's probably going to be the most important thing to see how strong guys are. Uh, and then when it comes to running, yeah, you want to be quick because you're 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 moving in in small spaces. So a three cone is going to be important uh, when it comes to the forty. Not so much, but you know scouts will take a look at your ten instead of you know, or your twenty instead of your forty. Uh, so there is a more a strong emphasis on that. And then you know your linebackers, your running backs. Um, you know I I would say your 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 twenty instead of your, the full forty. Um, so your speed, uh, more importantly is going to be your three cone, uh, your, your, you know, being able to move in and out of space and, and, uh, uh, in and out of your breaks, uh, your footwork, uh, and then obviously your bench too. You know, you're going to, uh, you want to see how strong you are. You know, you're going to be up against, linebackers are going to be up against linemen, big linemen, um, you know, and then running backs are going to be up against, uh, linebackers that are, that are trying to blitz. So that's how I would, I would rate it.
1: The three cone drill means something very different to me when I go to the creamery on ninth east. <laughs> uh, how do Wona Kavanga and Brian Keel look, guys that are veterans trying to make the league?
3: You know, uh, Wona looked uh he looks really good. Um you know I, I think he, he had he had about twenty, twenty three on the bench. Um, you know, he looked good with the vert. Brian Keel looked really good with the vert. Uh as as far as the um uh you know the the the, 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 the looks, um uh, Wona looked really, really chiseled. Uh, this is probably the most, uh, the, the biggest I think I've ever seen him, uh, these last few years. His traps are so big. He has, he has no neck now. You know how he,
1: <laughs> The 2J. He, he, we he, call that the 2J. I don't
3: know how, I don't know how he could scratch his back anymore. He, you know, his, his biceps are so big. Uh, but, but as far as it looks, so he, looked, he looked, he looked really good, really, really fluid. Um, so, you know, I, I think those guys would have a chance. Uh, Wona would have a chance. You know, it's going to be a, a lot harder for Brian just because of his age. Uh, but you know, when you when you look at a guy like like Wona, who was productive in college, didn't really have not didn't get a chance to get that opportunity. Um, but but again, you still have these these other leagues. You know, I went and played in the CFL for a little bit. I played in arena as well. And, and these these numbers, these stats. If you got a good agent, it goes to all these different teams in all these different leagues. So um, you know, they, they they still if the NFL isn't isn't going to take a look at him get a chance, they still have opportunities everywhere.
0: Final question for you, Brian. When you look at the current BYU football players, who is the next high-profile draft pick to come out of BYU and make it into the NFL?
3: Yes, next high-profile draft pick. You know, I would love to say Jason Hill, you know, just because I'm in love with the guy. Did you just (laughs) walk Um... back into the IPF? You got quieter. (laughs) I I'm in love I'm in love. With him. See, Taysom holds a special place in my heart. So, you see, it, but you get a tone change in my voice, right? Um, but I mean, if, as far as just an, an athlete, I mean, he has all the intangibles, right? The the hard thing with, with Taysom is just going to be you know, his his ability to, to to throw the ball. Um, you know, being a quarterback you're, you're going to the, the you're analyzed a little bit harder. Uh, you know, when it because of that. Uh, but then you look at guys like uh, you know, a guy like Jamal and Jamal has, has an opportunity. I mean, he, he has everything I think that you need at the next level. Um, you know, I, I actually think he grew. He was, he was laughing, you know, juggling with me. He's like, I don't know if you're getting shorter or if I'm getting taller. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, you know, I forgot you were 17 years old, man. So, you know, you're still, you're still hitting the end of puberty. You can still get a couple inches. And he's like, Oh yeah, I think that's what it is. I think that's what it is. Uh, but I mean, if you, you look at, at his frame and he can still add, you know, ten, five to 10 more pounds. On, you know, I think given his, uh, his what he's done so far, his potential, um, scouts really analyzing. Hey, this this is still a young kid. I mean, he's going to turn twenty next month. Uh, I, th- I think it's got to be Jamal, especially if he can, um, you know, produce uh, this year. Uh, the biggest issue with Jamal is just going to be his, his injuries, right? You know, to, 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 for the scouts to, uh, over, you know, be confident that he's a hundred percent healthy and and uh, you know can have a, a decent career at the next level.
0: Brian, thanks for the time. Enjoy the rest of Pro Day, and uh, get your Twitter game going, man. We need some I, I more.
3: It's hard, dude. It's hard. One, I don't really know how to tweet that much. And two, I don't really know how to spell, so I second-guess myself. And then three, there's like so many former players here. It's hard. I just I, just, I just chat and talk all the time. But I got you, man. I'll just add you and everything I do. Okay. Like, like, Alani ran a 4-4, at Spencer Lynn.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Retweet. Hey, did you hear that Spencer has more followers than you know? What?
3: No. That happened. That
1: happened. Check uh, it. Oh,
3: man. Check it, bro. Oh, man. Okay. Logan right. Takeover it's
1: is going to have to happen again.
3: It's <laughs> time to yeah, I gotta step it up. Man. There, there's, a, not, re- yeah. there's a reason neither
1: of us have taken a day off recently.
3: Oh, okay. Yep. I see how Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. You got to tell me I See, I just put my competitive cap on. I'm ready to go, man.
1: <laughs> now you're fired <laughs> up. You ain't going to beat me. Nope. Not All today. Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, Brian, thanks for the insight, man. We'll talk to you soon. All
1: right. See you guys. If I'm Taysom Hill today... I just walk around with my shirt off.
0: Why not? <laughs> R- hey guys, like... I'll see you next year.
1: I'll see you next year. Lincoln, Nebraska, 162. I'll see you guys. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're noticing. And think... How about Sky Povey being the surprise? 37-inch <laughs> vertical. Listen, he's more athletic than we all gave him credit for. Woo! Let's be honest. He led the team in tackles last year. He doesn't fit the mold, but whatever. Who cares whatever. about the mold? Did Eric Weddle yeah. fit the mold? Well, you're talking crazy exception there, dude. <laughs>
0: More honors for both Tyler Haas and Kyle Collinsworth. More on that in 20 minutes. But next, it's Hashtag This on BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation brought to you in part by the Cougar Club, supporting BYU's 623 student-athletes. Welcome to the club, Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan, on a Friday in Radio Vision Live on BYU Radio. Moving pictures, as always, on BYU TV. Download our show podcast on iTunes or at BYUsportsNation.com. Meerkat to come soon.
1: I don't even know what noise a meerkat makes. Hey, go to thebyustore.com to get your BYUSN swag. Blue goggles, t-shirt available. Check it out, thebyustore.com.
0: Get the dynamic duo, the goggles and the t-shirt. We had a few people tweeting at us yesterday saying, I'm getting mine.
1: Hey, when you get them, tweet us a photo.
0: Yeah. Put them on. Put the At BYU on.
1: Sports Nation.
0: Let's refresh today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. Pro Day at the indoor practice facility here in Provo, Utah. It's Pro Day
1: every day on this show.
0: That is correct.
1: We don't need scouts to show up.
0: Following both pro days here on BYU Sports Nation and in the IPF will be spring football Friday night lights for BYU football at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Six Mountain Time, if you're local, we'll have a full report and reaction during Monday's BYU Sports Nation and a live report during uh, tonight's BYU volleyball game that Jerem will call. Speaking of volleyball, Jerem. What's happening tonight?
1: 9 Eastern time, Irvine and BYU. Huge match. Check it out tonight on BYU TV, BYU Radio. 10 Eastern time tomorrow as well.
0: Justin Anderson, the new director of player personnel and on-campus recruiting for BYU football. He takes over for Jeff Martson. Without further ado, whip out the hashtags. BYU Sports Nation says hashtag this.
1: Beep, 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 beep.
0: Here's how it works. We throw out a statement. And Jerem and I... Throw out a hashtag to match that statement. Sometimes it's off the top of our head. Sometimes it's not. You'll never know.
1: Sometimes you prep it. Sometimes you don't. Number one. <laughs> hashtag this. BYU Pro Day.
0: Hashtag sky is the limit. Pove. Oh! Woo! We just heard he he jumped 37 inches in the vertical. Brian Logan says he is impressed him the most out of all 17 guys he's watched today. Maybe he's exceeded expectations like he did last year when he led the team in tackles.
1: Hashtag stretchy pants, but they're shorts. It's the one or two days all year with the NFL Combine where we get excited about dudes running around in their underwear. This is this against the honor code? I was, yeah. It's, it's a good thing that the uh, RB and Smithfield House wristband police don't show up because they're like, oh my goodness, you have no clothes on and you don't have a wristband. <laughs> what are you doing here? Devin Mahina, you have a full beard. Oh. Who, who are you? Are you Porter
0: Rockwell? Hashtag this, number two.
1: Hashtag this, Scott
0: Arlano runs a 4-5-ish 40. Hashtag not surprised, he played safety in junior college. He's a really good athlete. And who knows, if he can kick a ball 60 yards and almost beat the rest of his teammates down the field, why not take a chance on a guy like Arlano if he can be consistent punting?
1: Hashtag why didn't we use this then? If he's fast, why didn't we do anything with it? Wasted!
0: His leg was too valuable. No, he, dude, he was a huge part of BYU's success last year. I know
1: year. he was. Why didn't we use the speed? If the punter's fast, why don't we use the speed?
0: <laughs> Number three.
1: Hashtag this. Friday Night Lights at Lavelle Edwards
3: Stadium.
0: Hashtag football in March. I repeat, football in March. This is the last time you will see BYU... Get in Lavelle Edwards Stadium until August and fall camp. It's going to be five months, so soak it in. Enjoy it,
1: if you can. Football in March. Hashtag I love it. I love it. Unfortunately, I'll be at the volleyball match and won't see a single second. But that's why you'll be there, <laughs> that is giving correct. us reports. I wish I could be there. Very excited, though. It's always fun when football is in that stadium. It's fun when Journey is at Stadium of Fire. found that out today. I was like, should I go or not? Ooh, okay. okay. Thinking about it. But it's fun when football is in Lavelle Edwards Stadium. And at night. Friday Night Lights at LES. Not to be confused with Friday Night Lights. <laughs> Number four. Hashtag this. Spencer still
3: claiming he can run a <laughs> 4.940. Yeah,
0: I see you, Ben Bagley. Hashtag put it in the bank. Okay? Wow. It's going to happen. I got my PF flyers on. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's gonna have put it put it in the bank. All of you continue to doubt me. You fuel my fire that I can run. I can't run or I can run a four nine forty.
1: Hashtag haters gonna hate. Absolutely hate 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 hate. Baker's gonna bake bake bake. Sing that's the a T ba- Swift. That's the best line of that Sing the T whole swift song. I sort of believe in you. No, I'm I'm excited to see this because I'm I just don't know. I don't know. I, I the other day I was flipping through uh, the Utah high school basketball program from when I was a sophomore, and uh, Copper Hills won the state championship. And I saw Northridge, and I saw one Spender Linton. That on is that. correct.
0: Daniel Coates is also in that picture. Daniel Coates is in that photo, yeah.
1: <laughs> Daniel Coates played with you, and I thought, yeah, Spencer's an athlete.
0: Listen, I won. I was the two-time sprint champion at Clinton Elementary School. <laughs> the, the Clinton Cougars. Put it in the bank. With the generous support of the Cougar Club, BYU's 623 student-athletes are role models, leaders, graduates, and champions. Be willing to help them succeed with your donation. Learn more at CougarClub.com, and welcome to the club. Volleyball assistant coach Rob Nielsen joins Volleyball. us next. How do the Cougars beat UC Irvine? You to tell us next. Woo! BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. I am Spencer Linton, teamed up with Jerem Jordan Copper Hills High School, represent. Also the
1: voice and face of BYU men's volleyball. And face? Yes. His voice is radio specific. Uh, Tonight, (laughs) Irvine. (laughs) I'm so rattled. I just just served it into the net. Uh, BYU versus UC Irvine tonight. Huge matchup for BYU, 9 Eastern time. Watch it on BYU TV. Listen to it on BYU Radio.
0: Join our Twitter conversation using the hashtag BYUSN. What is the importance of having BYU football players drafted into the NFL? At Lawrence Smith three eight zero zero two says national recognition for recruiting players. that want an avenue to the NFL. BYU players in the NFL shows recruits BYU has what it takes to get them there. That's been the overwhelming response. Look, you come to BYU, you can play at the next level. Let's they are take it to the next level. They are like a P five school in many aspects. They want to get better in that area. Yeah. Your
1: numerical awesomeness determined that today. And it wasn't awesome. <laughs> it wasn't awesome? No, those numbers were bad. Well, BYU can do better. That's yeah, what we're saying. That is, that is true.
0: Okay, in, in that sense, then, yes, you are correct. Joining us now, who is 100% awesome, BYU men's volleyball nice. assistant coach, Rob nielsen Rob, welcome back to Studio B. It's
2: great to be here. You guys always do a great job.
0: You look older, man. I feel like we haven't seen you in like four years. I know.
2: It's been a while. (laughs) Feeling older. Maybe it's just the stress (laughs) of the season. (laughs) Summertime will be bright and uh, young again. (laughs) In all seriousness, it's
0: been over a month since BYU's had a home match, so it's good to get back in the Smithfield house tonight against uc irvine first of all how's the health of your team at this point in the season
2: yeah we're grinding you know there's some guys that are injured tim's been tim dobbert are you know the guy that we thought might be our starting opposite for a long time has been out for a while but other than that i think everyone's pretty healthy you know guys have been banged up um i guess yeah matt underwood's dealing with some health issues he's trying to come back from and we'll see uh when we get him back but for the most part guys are healthy ready to go and uh we're ready to play tonight it's going to be a lot of fun in the fieldhouse. so
1: so at opposite, you're down to the third string, Carson Henninger, but he's a guy that has played and played in some big matches and done well. So it's not your typical third string. He's kind of the what was the Ohio State QB's name? Cardell. Cardell Jones. Jones. Cardale he's kind of Jones. the Cardell Jones at opposite for you guys.
2: Yeah, it's uh, it's a luxury to have uh, so much depth and so many good players, and uh, we're hoping that Carson becomes the UC Irvine specialist. He was uh, he went off against them. Uh, last year in oh, Irvine, yeah.
0: okay. I and uh, that. that
2: was a big-time match for him, and so we're hoping uh, he can repeat it uh,
0: here in the Fieldhouse. He'll surely be thinking about that. That's that's for sure. Uh, when you are trying to bounce back from some road losses, BYU has been outstanding at home in the Smithfield House. 36 matches. have uh, You've won 36 straight in a row uh, in the Smithfield House, but you, you come off road losses. What do you tell to your team as uh, you approach two home games now after it's been a while?
2: You know it's really the same things we've been telling them all along it's about progression it 's about improving and uh and I think our guys really understand that. We felt like you know we didn't play to our potential against the Stanford team uh, when we went out there and uh struggled to kind of play at the level we wanted to. We played great volleyball this past weekend at Pepperdine, and it was uh, really tight matches. They're a good they were, team. They're a really good team. They are a very good team. Do a lot of things offensively to put pressure on you, a lot of things defensively to put pressure on you. And uh, I thought our guys played great volleyball. We had chances to win both matches and uh, and just didn't finish. And, and so we have a young group of guys, you know, four, I think, of our starters are guys that are just seeing the court for the first time this year for the most part. And so we're trying to progress. We're trying to learn. And the talent is definitely there. It's just understanding the focus that it takes and uh, the consistency that it takes to win tough matches on the road.
1: After seven of the nine sets last weekend were decided by two, and, and you lose both matches. frustrating. Where's the psyche of the team as you come back home for huge matches with Irvine?
2: Yeah, I mean, we look at that team, Pepperdine, uh, as the, one of the best teams in the league. And so we feel like, hey, we can play with the best teams in the league on the road. And that's, you know, the Firestone Fieldhouse in Malibu has been the toughest place for us to win, probably, as a program.
1: That's the basketball uh, team, too.
2: Yeah, there you go. It's, uh, it's a <laughs> oh. tough, place, tough place to play. Um, and so you come home, and uh, this is an area guys are comfortable in. I think we feel like we're progressing as a team. And so I think we're excited to take the court. You know, I, we're, we're revving to, to get going here and uh, get past some of these losses. So,
1: One thing I've noticed uh, preparing for tonight's match is that Irvine is excellent from the service line. They have four dudes with 27-plus aces. BYU doesn't have anyone with 10. You kind of miss Taylor Sander. Tim Dobert could have been that guy. Uh, Josue Rivera, those guys are out or, or injured or whatever. How do, you, how do you neutralize Irvine from the service line, yet put pressure on them as well?
2: Yeah, that's that's the match. You know, how do we do uh, passing four big jump servers? They got two lefties that hit a different ball than we usually see. And uh, that's that's really what's going to decide. it. I don't know you know, how you do it other than just kind of sticking to the fundamentals and and trusting in the process and hoping that that comes through through for you but uh, that's how volleyball games are won and lost and serving pass and that's why Irvine's been great is they have guys that really put a lot of pressure on you from the service line and uh, hopefully our altitude helps us a little bit and uh, hopefully being at home and our fans on top of them yelling at them uh, help us a little bit as well
0: it's time to show up in full force that's right
1: (laughs) needs to be packed tonight I know that there's Friday night lights with the spring game right after that if you're not already going to be in the Smithfield House, get there because this is a huge match for BYU.
0: Certainly, BYU-UC Irvine game or match one of two tonight on BYU TV live. Jerem Jordan on the call. And uh, if you're
1: not local, watch it. Yeah,
0: yeah. You you can also watch it the nationally. There is a national broadcast <laughs> that is streamed to 50 million plus homes nationwide, Don't also pressure. worldwide. Don't mess it up. So.
1: Steve Vale. <laughs> 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 and me.
0: Rob, how do you keep your psyche at an even keel? You talked about the stress of the season and coming off four straight losses. That you work really hard to keep your team motivated and optimistic. How do you do those things?
2: Uh, for me, it's really important the relationship that I have with the guys, you know, and to really feel like they're invested and they're progressing. And so, I think uh, this year, more than any other, we've done a, a really good job of. Uh, kind of maintaining relationships uh you know meeting with our guys on an individual basis a lot a lot and uh and just in having those conversations i think you 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 uh engender a lot of trust in uh, what our guys are trying to do and that they're progressing you know you're not you're not frustrated by four losses cuz you see guys like Jake that are growing in the game and yeah. getting better, and you see guys like, you know, Joe Grosh and Price Jarman. And just you know, from one to twenty on a roster, I could go down. That these guys are just improving; they're getting better, and so it's really gratifying, even when you hit some of these rough patches uh, in the season.
1: You coach the setters uh, as a former setter as well. Um, two setter setup for most of the season. Is is the desire to get to a guy who's kind of the guy, or do you want to have a alternating guy like in football you like if you have two you have none with quarterbacks right mm-hmm. how is it with setters and bubble
2: you know that's i think uh we talked about at the beginning of the year we have an amazing amount of depth at every position and uh for us i think that's been a blessing and it's been a curse you know it's uh a blessing because you feel like okay there's always a guy that can step up but uh in a sense because we have so much trust in the next guy uh maybe we're a little bit quick to to leave you know to pull guys out of the game because we know the next guy can step in and play at a high level where you want some guys that are going to stay on the court and maybe go through those rough patches and figure some things out, and so it 's really a balancing act uh, with those you obviously you want one guy to be outstanding, but uh, you know, we trust both of them, and so when one guy's having a struggle, you know, we, we're happy to put the next guy in. And so, yeah, we're, we're trying to balance that for sure and and find the happy medium.
1: Always good to have several. Um, I guess I'm just getting at when there's a starter, but, like, yeah, you need Christian Stewart behind Taysom <laughs> exactly. just in case.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's been unique in that uh, you guys have gone, like, 12 or 13 guys deep in a match, and I don't know that I've ever seen that uh on a consistent basis within BYU volleyball.
2: Yeah, and uh, sometimes it's great, and we're getting guys experience, and sometimes you know it's uh, not so great, and uh, and we're just trying to find the right recipe to to get going. So
0: that's a fair answer. Before you leave, we grant you the BYU Sports Nation karma, Rob. My
2: man, both in your coaching life and for the team. Yes, I like that. I like Woo! that. I appreciate it.
0: Get to the Smithfield ah. House tonight if you can. If not, watch it on BYU TV. Thanks, Rob.
2: Hey, thank you guys
0: postseason honors for BYU Hoopsters next and the rest of the whip. BYU Sports Nation presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Let's whip it.
1: It's time for the Cougar Whip Around Football. 15 different BYU players are performing for NFL scouts in hopes of making the NFL as BYU continues its pro day in the indoor practice facility. Also, Justin Anderson named new director of personnel coordinator. And it's Friday Night Lights. BYU hosts the spring scrimmage tonight Lavelle at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Men's basketball. The National
0: Association of Basketball Coaches, NABC, named Tyler Hawes and Kyle Collins work to the all-district nine teams. Tyler a first-teamer, Kyle a second-teamer. Second-teamer with six triple-doubles? Come, Come on. on,
1: man. Men's volleyball. Sixth-ranked BYU takes on fifth-ranked UC Irvine tonight at 9 Eastern in the Smithfield House. Huge matchup in the MPSF. And tomorrow night, 10 Eastern, both are on BYU TV and BYU Radio.
0: Baseball. The Cougars lost to San Diego last night, seven to one. The first place Toreros will host BYU in Game Two of a three game series tonight. Swimming and diving.
1: Jake Taylor competes in the 100 meter backstroke today and 200 meter back tomorrow. Taylor and Nathan Gonzalez did not advance past prelims yesterday. Let's in go events. frisbee.
0: Let's go frisbee. Golf. <laughs> the Cougars' His middle name. In 14th place after day one of the. Stanford Goodwin.
1: That's the name of it. Stanford, Stanford
0: Goodwin. Goodwin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jordan Rogers, three under tied for 11. Cougars in the PGA.
1: At the Texas Open, Daniel Summerhays is two over today uh, through 17. That bird is not indigenous to this area. And one over for the attorney, Zach Blair has withdrawn. Thank that,
0: you. That brings us to one of my let's, favorite. Let's send it down to three. Uh, that brings us to one of my favorite parts of the week. Jeremy, ready to do this again?
1: Uh huh. Sounds! of the I week with Dennis Bitta, Max Hall, and
3: those guys in 2009, and now it's 2015, and I see a similarities in that team to this team.
2: Uh, who knew they were all going to be top 25 teams, you just, That's we just ran gamble. into the bus, it's like, yeah, okay. You know, it honestly felt like we were out in the middle of the ocean, like, just treading water, and we just couldn't get our head above water um, in in those 12 games. It doesn't take much, you don't need to give them some rah-rah speech, but it's just like, hey, stand up, let's go, you know, just... Just something little, just little things like that
3: that are cumulative, that add up. At the end of the day, you know, I can live with that. If, if I'm running the same 40 times as these 200-pound running backs, then I'll uh, you know, I'll take that with me.
1: It's about 10
0: years since they won the Wasatch Cup, but yeah, it's still a rivalry because it's Utah. We prepare as hard as we can for them because, you know, we're, we're not falling and losing the Utah.
3: Um,
2: you don't have to be a superstar, but you have to be a good player. Um... You know that's, that's necessary for you to have credibility, and then you have to be doing everything right.
0: I run a five three with the uh, the clocks they were using at the pro, the Venera. But it's <laughs> getting scared now. No, I think I can go sub five. Let's do it, man. On Friday. Our sounds of the week, anchored there by Harvey Unga, who believes in me. I can run a four Rise and shout today, brought to you by Dexter and Dexter help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. and it goes to Sky Povey who we learned through Brian Logan, is impressing at the combine. 37-inch vertical led BYU in tackles last year.
1: Ran a 4.5-ish 40. We should read this tweet. At BYUFan1995, I will shave my head if Spencer Linton can run a 4.90 40-yard dash. Will you really? Do you already have a shaved head? Man, because I might. I'm telling you. (laughs) Hey, thanks to our guests today, Brian Logan, Rob Nielsen, and everyone on our crew. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BYU Sports Nation. Shout out to at 52
0: whose Twitter avatar today is a Duke Blue Devil.
1: <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Who, dude, to- who does Duke play tonight? Yeah. Utah. People working together. The
0: show on demand on BOASportsNation.com for Jeremiah Spencer. Shout out to Larry Moore. We're out!